What up, some? Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> sorry. My bad. I thought I so definitely thought it was gonna be me to do it. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's okay you know y'all is that time of the season what up survivors welcome to d180 the horror movie podcast taking you on a ride thank you for riding with us i'm aj and i'm john a and i'm not snuffy this week boom well listen (laughs) somehow she virtually passed it to me because now i'm the stuffy one like oh and it's the worst because i have not gotten sick I don't know when I think the last time I was sick like was right before quarantine hit and I'm just like what the freak and I know exactly what it was and I don't want to tell my mom that I'm (laughs) sick because she's gonna be like see you was walking out of that pool with them shorts on because you were so hot and you should have covered your little self up I know mom I know but I was hot because I work in a heated pool environment 90 degrees I was hot. I wasn't in the water that day. That's actually good, though. I'm literally in a 90 degree room for five hours sweating. So then, you know, I'm. it's not like I just immediately walk out. I'm bundled up. But I did. I did not put my sweatpants on that day. I was so hot. I was so hot. I had my coat on, had my hat, all that. Walked out in them shorts like I was white. <laughs> Yo, I seen somebody the other day with shorts and flip-flops on and i was just like like it's cold our white survivors can y'all tell us how do y'all do that like how are y'all able it's and cold. i'm dead i'm not we're not being funny we're dead ass serious how are y'all walking outside with flip-flops and shorts because you see what happens when i do it i get sick y'all don't be sick and i be seeing some of y'all some of y'all be coming out the house with wet heads how are y'all not getting sick can That's you explain this to Very your black friends, we want to know. Okay, you can answer that for your black friends. Help us out. Let us know on our Twitter, something like that. But back to the subject. It is Christmas Eve. Um, first of all, why the hell do we have like a week left of 2021? What? What is this? What the is- second half of the year always gets the fuck, and I'm just like never prepared it happens every single time i okay like sometimes the summer it depends on what your summer entails you know what i'm saying so the summer i feel like it kind of creeps but i feel like it really kicks it into high gear around september right Mm -hmm. (laughs) september once everybody go back to school that's when the the year just like flies by and it's so weird And then watch after the new year, it's gonna creep, creep, creep along. And then it's not gonna pick up until April, May. I mean, yeah, cause March, every time it's March, I'll be like, it's March again. Why? Why? Okay, let's not think about this. Happy thoughts. (laughs) It is Christmas Eve, y'all. We wanna know how was your December? Was it festive? For me, this whole year has felt the same. I don't know. Yeah, this whole, like, Halloween wasn't really Halloween-y. Like, I felt it, but I don't know if it's just because I live in the city, we don't have leaves. Like, 
you know, we don't, we have no snow. Where the leaves, the snow so for us, the leaves didn't really start falling until November. Well, I mean, like, I would still count that, but we, like, I mean, well, no, we got trees in the front, but it just, when I would go out to D.C., I felt the fall vibes, but in the city of Baltimore, I'm like, oh, no, it's a lot of concrete out here. <laughs> yeah. That's really all it is. Like, if it wasn't such a concrete jungle, then we would probably have a little more fall vibe. But at this point, I'm just like, I need more snow. And I'm not getting that, but it's okay. Nah, we can we can hold off on that because um, I my I have to dig out my own car. Oh, you right. Sorry about <laughs> that. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> like I no longer live with my daddy and my brothers. They would dig out my car for me. Uh-oh, and last yeah. year, my because I always remember my dad be like, okay, we gotta go outside and do this before the second layer of snow hits and before it gets uh, frozen over and all that stuff. Girl, I remember it snowed last year. I didn't go outside to clear it. Had the hardest time when I finally did go outside to clear it. It was probably all stuck. Man, my neighbor just looking at me like... Oh, they bogus. They bogus, (laughs) but they was probably already outside. Like, see? Look at this girl. Today, we are taking a ride on Wrong Turn 4, Bloody Beginnings, 2011, as the fourth movie out of five in our So Icy Escapades theme. So y'all know how we've been doing every movie this month. Icy. So icy. Snow. It's just cold in this bitch, okay? And this movie definitely brought it this was definitely on thing now here's the thing before we get all the way into it i'm just gonna say this right now this isn't really too much of a spoiler so i'm not gonna press the spoiler (laughs) button just yet but this is a prequel so i told john a before i was like you don't have to have seen anything else if you've seen the other three movies then you'll probably recognize some stuff see some stuff but it's not gonna be a big deal so if you haven't seen any of the wrong turn movies you could definitely watch this one and you'll be okay you're really not gonna get nothing else spoiled for you so we're all good there while we're at it let's go right ahead and get into Park recommendations. I kept it super simple. Not really. <laughs> kind of sort of. Not really. But because <laughs> I was just going to be like, yeah, girl, just get into the wrong turn franchise and boom, boom. But I did do that. I would say because this is a prequel, this takes place six months before the first movie. So I would just say, go ahead and get into that first movie, Wrong Turn 2003. Eliza Dushku is in it. And she's the main character. The Descent from 2005. Yep. Survivors, if you have any park recommendations that you feel best fit this movie, let us know on our Twitter so Johnny could put them on her list. I mean, I could put them on my list too if I haven't seen them. So a lot of people, once again, a lot of people are curious <laughs> to see what you think about this one. Me, myself as well, because there's certain parts of the movie I just know she's going to have commentary <laughs> on. But as far as I go, um, when Wrong Turn 2021 came out, I was like, okay, let me go ahead and get into this franchise. I had been wanting to for a little second. And you know how I be doing, I be having my ways. Because when the 2021 dropped, 
none of the wrong term movies were streaming, which I thought was weird because you would think that they would like yeah. wanna capitalize off their momentum. Mm-hmm. As I was getting into the franchise, our friends over at Afro Horror decided that they were gonna do a franchise chat on wrong turn since the movie was coming out and i was like oh well that's perfect because i was about to watch the movies anyway so we go ahead watch them skipped around on a few but we did watch this one and it's a hot ass mess Child. but it's a hot ass mess i could get jiggly <laughs> this movie was directed by declan o'brien who was you know he was involved in a few of the other wrong turn movies but this time he's in the director chair and the writer's chair. And this one is produced by Kim Todd and Eric Feige. Our main cast, Jenny Pudovic as Kenya Perrin, Tanika Davis as Sarah Washington, Caitlin Wong as Bridget Milano, Manalo, excuse me, Tara Vincna as Jenna, Victor's Nick Jr. as Kyle, Dean Armstrong as Daniel, who was also in Saw 3D, and then Ali Tataran as Lauren, who was also in Cult of Chucky and Silent Night. I had no idea, but found that out. Samantha Kendrick as Claire. Sean Skeen as Three Finger and Vincent. So we have someone playing two roles in this movie. His brother, Daniel Skeen as One Eye. Scott Johnson as Sawtooth. Arne McPherson as Dr. Brendan Ryan, Kirsten Harris as Dr. Anne-Marie McQuaid, and Dave Harnes as Porter. First thing I noticed when I was looking at this cast, I like how some of these characters have last names and some of them just don't. (laughs) It's just like, yeah, name. And I just would have thought that they just would have went the route of not giving anyone a last name, (laughs) especially because it's just so many people and we'll talk about that later. But I was like, "Mm." so some of these people had last names and some of these people, they was just like, you're Claire. (laughs) That's it. You already got two characters. So you just gonna be Vincent when you're not three finger. Okay, (laughs) cool. Bet. So this was shot in 19 days in an actual sanatorium. And this time, the snow was real. Yeah, like they found this sanatorium. They walked around it just as it's filmed in the movie. It's just how they found it. That's scary. So I've always had this thing where I tell y'all about my high school all the time in Gary, Indiana. It's a historical site, so they're not going to tear it down. But it looks so wild and i will show y'all what it looks like it's a link down below for you guys to look at it but i have always talked about going to my school and just walking through it and a lot of people do it from back home but the building is literally it's very dangerous you probably shouldn't be fucking walking in there i mean a few years ago they found a body in there so you really really probably shouldn't be walking there but it's one of my top things that i want to do just because don't ask me why i have an attachment to my high school don't ask but I say that to say, I wonder if I would feel that way about any other building. I don't think I yeah, would. Because no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, now, like, do we have a permit? Like, and I mean, I'm pretty sure they had a permit to shoot in there, but still, I would be like, mm, it's energy in here. And I, me not doing that. No, 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 no. Oh, no. So the last thing I'll say about my, you know, background info, because it wasn't too much about this one. It seems like everybody on set had a good time, which is the vibe they were going for. Um, I have more opinions about it, but we'll talk about that when it's time to. But if you looked at the three monsters and you kind of looked like, "Mm, this kind of look a little pee pee. You're right. And I agree. 
Um, they only had two weeks to do the special effects for the three brothers. And the masks were the type, kind of similar to Robert England's, where he it's latex, so you could just rip it off your skin, you know, and they would have to redo them. So if they look slightly different throughout the movie, now you know why. And you know what? It is what it is. Somebody was liking it. I kind of liked it, and that's okay. Well, you ready to get to the queue line? I'm ready. Let's bounce out. Step in line. Your number is near. Follow the signs. Your time is here. So since it's Christmas Eve, I there were so many games that I was thinking of. I started to be like, well, we should share Christmas memories. And I was like, don't nobody want to hear it. Like, I mean, maybe y'all do. I don't freaking know. But I'm like, don't know. Y'all already got to sit around y'all family. And, you know, we talked about Krampus at the beginning of the year. Y'all dealing with stuff. Y'all came to visit the park to escape. Okay. So we're not going to do all that stuff that you already doing. What we're going to do is we're going to fill out this elf application. And it's going to tell us which role at Santa's workshop is perfect for us. Now, of course, survivors, you know that we've now started adding the quizzes down to the show notes at the bottom. So if you want to take the quiz, you can definitely let us know on our Twitter. But without further ado, what is your favorite Christmas activity? Is it wrapping presents, baking cookies, decorating, or gift shopping? And time out real quick. The picture for decorating, I'm sorry, honey, but this is not cute. I'm pretty sure they tried their best, but it's, it's, you mm. know what I've noticed? But I'm still, what? It's rare that houses have a theme. Like, when I see houses that have their theme for their lights and displays all together, I'm like, wow, that looks very nice and pretty and succinct. But I don't live that life. My dad just did whatever. And my dad, let me tell you something. This is my dad's time to shine. Come on, Lonnie. My dad would map out what the front yard was gonna look like every year. Like a drawing, <laughs> like girl, like big as this calendar. <laughs> That's lit though. At the house. Oh, no, I loved it, girl. I loved it. Like he would pick me up from school. This would probably start like November and we would start going to like Menards, Home Depot, Lowe's, whatever store sold Christmas stuff, we were going. I remember one year that I felt like was one of his top years. He bought arches, like these six, maybe seven foot arches that like led to the house, draped them in. Like it was so much going on. I hope there's like a picture or something. But my dad, one thing about him, he gonna do it up. He dramatic. I want to know what the rest of his birth chart is. I just know <laughs> that baby is a Gemini cancer cusp, like literally June 21st on the cusp. That baby, he be having some creativity in his body. He has an eye, and I love it. I'm like, you need to come do that to my house. When I get my house, you're going to be decorating it, man. You can just sit in your little rocking chair and tell us what to do. Just have the vision, Dad. So with that being said, I am going to pick decorating because that's my favorite thing to do with my dad. Mine is shopping. That was close. (laughs) (laughs) What is your favorite kind of Christmas cookie? Is it gingerbread? peanut butter chocolate chip or sugar um it's hard because i like chocolate chip and sugar and then last year i got a newfound love not even newfound love for gingerbread oh i thought she was gonna say peanut butter i was over here getting excited like no yes, i don't like, pe- I don't like yes. peanut butter at all 
Like nothing peanut butter. I love peanut butter cookies set my heart on fire. And this question is super hard for me because I like all of these cookies. But just for the pure strength I'm go with sugar. that I'm gonna get a little extra with the sugar cookie. Cause you get a little extra icing. And then that way with, see my thing is with the sugar cookie, most of the time it's too sweet. That way I'm gonna take my time and not eat 20,000. So oh, see now, nah, see, we would get the ones that had all the little, the Pillsbury ones with all the little designs and stuff on it. So yeah. we never had the actual like sugar cookies that had the icing and stuff on it. It was either yeah. chocolate chip. I mean, even those were sweet to me. Those are sweet to you? Am I getting old? No, they're not sweet to me. Girl, last year is how I gained the weight. I would wait it until Halloween was over. I wait until Christmas was over, and I bought all of the Pillsbury cookies with the little designs on it on sale, and I would eat a whole pack a day. Bake them Those and then so eat them. They're not sweet to me. They're perfect, girl. I also think it's because BJ and I we like very very soft cookies. So I don't know if it's just because like we're just such of the type gooey people that we not waiting for no cookies to like sit there and like bake all the way through and be, you know, a nice little cookie. Nah, I eat the whole pack. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Is it The Princess Switch, Elf, The Santa Claus, and Author Christmas? Time out, if I see The Santa Claus one more goddamn time. Everybody loves Tim in this. BJ, honey, I love you, but if we watch that movie, one more goddamn time in 2021. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna lose it, okay? <laughs> I just, okay, not that I didn't just watch it for the first time, but I hadn't seen that movie in a long time. Like, little girl, long time. And BJ loves Christmas. Like, this is jam, and I'll let him have that because he lets me have Halloween. I think. I'm looking, I'm trying to remember my ideas. I think I've seen, at this point, I think I've seen the movie five times already. Already. And not just the first one. Cause you know, Freeform is All running the freaking marathon and Freeform doesn't know how to put other nope. Christmas movies on. It's just gonna. Is this the most popular ones? The ones they get the most ratings and the most views. It, I'm just like, <laughs> oh. Y'all are ruining me. Play something else. Like, it's either that or it's Home Alone 2. Every time I just walk past the TV, I see Tim Curry looking at me, and I'm not mad because it's Tim Curry, but still, I'm just <laughs> like, dang. Like, can we not wear this out? I actually like this movie. Can we not wear it out? But to answer the question, out of these, I'm going to say Elf. For me, I'm going to pick the, the Princess Switch. And the only reason why, Vanessa. yeah, because they just came out with a third one. And I'm like, dang, how many princess switches y'all gonna make? Netflix been in their bag with these Christmas movies, okay? I had, first of all, I never even seen that movie. But just to know that there are three, I agree. Like, how many times y'all gonna switch this girl up? Like, <laughs> one, just, one just dropped last year. And I know this because my, my weird self, I don't watch Christmas movies during the Christmas season. I wait until after Christmas because now the stress right. is over, my family back to normal, and now I can relax. <laughs> so <laughs> I watch everything after Christmas. And so I remember, cause I was in Charleston at my boyfriend's house and it was January and I'm sitting here watching Christmas movies while he at work. And I definitely watched The Princess Switch 2 last year. And I like to keep 
Netflix on while I sleep because you know, even though nothing's playing, the little movies and TV shows uh-huh. will go across the screen all night. Every that's such a millennial thing. Why do we like screensavers? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like time out, time out, time out, time out. I know I'm not the only one. When I was younger, I would turn on my iTunes and turn the visualizer on. <laughs> or on any program that had a visualizer, we were gonna like play the visualizer. And I know y'all little heifers, me included, when y'all was little and the computer screen timed out and it went to the aquarium, y'all was losing y'all shit. And I definitely know that when the DVD player timed out and the DVD logo was bouncing, (laughs) you was waiting on that mofo to hit the corner. And that shit never hit the corner the right way. It will always get so close. And you'll be like, ooh. Yeah, I don't don't know. What is up with us in screensavers? Like, like, if you go in my room right now, you'll see whatever Netflix shows or movies just scroll across the screen and i just and that's how and and it does not bother me like i'm cool with that that can play all day and i'm good yeah i don't yeah uh, millennials tap in on twitter please what's your favorite screensaver (laughs) what what's our obsession with the screensavers like what's happening but yeah that's why uh. i'm going with the princess switch because vanessa's in her bag netflix is in their bag with all these christmas movies and i'm not mad i'm not mad Pick your favorite tree. Now, because this is picture survivors, I'm going to try to uh, describe this the best way I can. The first one is your standard tree. It just has gold trim, white lights, star, maybe an angel at the top. It's kind of cut off. Who knows? The second picture. Look like Charlie Brown. Green though. tree. Oh, no, 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 that baby. Bad. That's the other picture. No, look down. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that second picture said, don't disrespect me. <laughs> the second tree has a gold and red thing going on. It is, you know what? We'll say it's slim thick. It's just, you know what? It got like two big stings at the top. That's all. It's just a little thin. It's at the very top. sparse it. at the bottom. You know what? They just don't know how to fluff the tree. That's all. You know, when you used to put together the tree and your mom would be like, fluff the branch and you think you're doing something. And she's like, move out the way. And then she do it, it look all different. The third tree is a tree that would definitely be in the middle of a shopping center. If you have a tree like this at your house, I'm going to assume that um, Christmas is on you this year and I will be over there tomorrow. Um, the fourth one is a Charlie Brown tree. Not as dramatic, but baby, we can see right through. We can see the wall. We see the wall. We see the lights. We see... We see the ropes. We see the plug. Yeah, we see it. I'm going with top left. Top left. <laughs> I, it's like the extra in me wants to go with the big ass tree. But it's just like, girl, I'm going to speak it into existence. Maybe one day I will have a big ass tree. <laughs> but I'm going to go with top left too. And finally, pick a festive song. Oh my God, this is the worst part. Rocking around the Christmas tree. All I want for Christmas is you, last Christmas, or Santa Claus is coming to town. Um, it depends on who's singing what. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> y'all need to be specific. Because if it's the Jacksons, we going with the last ones. I mean, obviously, all I want for Christmas is you. We all obviously right. know who that is. Like, rocking around a Christmas tree, which version? Because I have a trauma with one of the versions, so I'm not going to pick that. Last Christmas, if it's Ariana Grande, I'm going to go with that one. Right, that's what I was about to say. Like, Because if it's Taylor Swift, I don't want it. (laughs) 
and y'all can fight me too. I know some of y'all just like grabbed y'all heart. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't want that. I worked at Charlotte Roos for two years and had to hear that girl. No, I don't <laughs> want it. So I'm going to pretend that we're talking about the Jacksons. I'm always rep the G219 and Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, I used to um, have that Motown Christmas album playing on freaking repeat. Like, and it was so funny because I remember one year I went to one of my cousin's house for Christmas and they were like, Jeremy, how do you know all these songs? I said, because I'm like that. Why don't you know the songs? And it was, uh, it was Michael Jackson singing um, I don't remember the name of it. He's like, little Christmas tree, looking so sad and lonely, just like me. Oh, seems to care. They just went away and left us standing there. On Christmas. And you know, my heart used to be broken in December all the time. So I used to be playing that Girl. drink and be crying in my room. Like I'm heartbroken and shit. So I'm gonna have to go with Santa Claus coming to town and we're assuming that it's the Jackson 5 because that Motown Christmas album got my life in a chokehold. <laughs> Between Greece, like we just, you know what? We need John A. We need the soundtrack of my life and then, you know, John A. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my, I'm telling you, that was my little song, man. And that, that's why everybody was like, how do you know that? The Motown Christmas album. Who are you? Who raised you? I'm like, y'all ain't got the deep cut. Y'all mama don't buy the special edition nope. CDs from Walmart and this shows. <laughs> <laughs> Here are the results. I, this is so spot on for me that I just, I, duh. I am the head elf, okay? <laughs> I didn't even know that was a damn option. <laughs> I mean, somebody got to report the, back to Santa. Okay, listen, but I ain't no snitch, okay? <laughs> As the head elf, I am Santa's number one helper. I am always prepared for Christmas, well ahead of time, and have my checklist of activities filled to the brim. I am organized, and I am the leader of the pack. My favorite part of my job is checking Santa's list twice. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> I think this might be one of those things where I'm disqualified for this <laughs> job, but, you know, like, the heart ain't all the way there. Because, you know, y'all know I'm a Halloween girl. Like, me and Chris, I am not prepared for Christmas. My tree isn't even oh, up. I don't even have one. At this point. Yeah, it ain't even up right now. Um, Maybe by the time y'all hear this, it will be, but yeah. Don't tell Santa that because he's not going to dock my pay. We're not going to you know, I don't even have Christmas decorations to be honest. And I was supposed to go buy some because I clearly bought Halloween decorations this year, but Christmas, as you should, as you yeah. should, as you should. What did you get for Halloween decorations? A girl for the results. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a toy maker elf. As the toy maker elf, you are in charge of making children happy all over the world. Every toy you make has to be perfect. You are always up on the new trends and you are extremely fun to be around. Your favorite part of your job is testing out all the cool new gear. I mean, you do create stuff. I do. So you create customs. Yep. I don't know about the liking the kids part. I don't know about that either. I only like certain kids. 
before we incriminate ourselves any further, it's our time. Let's get into 2011's Wrong Turn 4, Bloody Beginnings. These are the Hilliker brothers. Definitely the most dangerous patients in the hospital. They're just kids. trying to figure out was i getting fucked with because uh, this trailer just told me everything i really didn't even need to watch it at this point yeah the trailer (laughs) we this is a recurring pattern because the same shit happened last week the trailer shows everything but one thing i can say is i don't know why i like the style of trailers like this but Mm -hmm. i like trailers when they kind of are like this i don't know why the like the actual design like the look of this trailer yeah. like the feel of because it i think stuff. last week Got had you. the same type of trailer where it's like you know you have a scene and you have words and then you have another scene and you got words mm-hmm. i don't know why i like trailers like that but i don't like the fact that it shows everything i just like just the aesthetic of it certain parts i'm thinking they're going to like make me think this happened but no they just went and showed the whole scene <laughs> yeah. and i was like well now well, now when I go watch it, I'm going to know that this ain't even nothing to be worried about. Right. Like, what's, what's going on? Like, even down, and y'all know we in spoiler territory now, so let me go ahead, press that button. Down to the last scene. The very last scene, which is the shocker of the entire movie, because you are fully not expecting it, and we'll get there when we get there. But I'm just like, I can't believe y'all. <laughs> I cannot believe y'all. Out of all the things y'all could have put in this trailer, that's what y'all did. And then I'm going to go ahead and start off like this before we start the movie. This movie is supposed to be an origin story, right? Where's the origin? (laughs) I haven't seen the other one, so I couldn't even tell you. Well, you know, you don't need to because where's the because here's my thing. You sat here. So the doctor. Okay, let me do this. I'll do this. Here you go. Survivors. Just we're all on the same page. In 1974, at the Glansville Sanatorium, West Virginia, Dr. Brendan Ryan shows local psychiatrist Dr. Anne McQuaid around the psychiatric hospital. He shows her three of, you know, the cannibal brothers, three finger, one eye, and sawtooth, who all have the ability to sustain injury and not feel pain. While Dr. Ryan and Dr. McQuaid move on, you know, they're going on through the little tour, one of the mental patients grabs Dr. McQuaid's hair ripping out her hair clip 
and you know she don't notice i don't know yeah, how the fuck she ain't noticed but she ain't noticed so the patient got her hair clipped throws it over to the boys in the next cell they're able to pick the lock they get out chaos ensues when i say chaos it's so much chaos that the blue Danube plays like y'all know that y'all know that song like I'll, y'all hear it? yeah that song that's playing so all of this is just hellish going on this leads to the murders of dr mcquaid and dr ryan and i mean some other people i'm pretty sure they got killed too because that one guard they got his nose bit off and then uh three fingers <laughs> just came out of nowhere bit his eye and first of all it was the way after he bit his eye and he stood up and he was just chewing it like, I was like, <laughs> what is going? Okay, so you're telling me we're going to start this movie in the sanatorium. Why didn't we start the movie with y'all catching them? If this is supposed to be an origin story telling me like the backstory of these boys, this was not a backstory. This was you telling me what happened after they got caught. That's true. If it was me, what I would have done, what I would have done, like anybody cares, what I would have done is have something happen out in the woods per usual, have them get caught within maybe the first 15 minutes, have them go to the sanatorium, maybe not even 15 minutes, because this can all happen in 15, actually, have them get caught, toss them in the sanatorium, boom, 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 psychiatrist comes, she gets fucked up, she gets everybody else (laughs) fucked up, then you bring the kids. You could bring the kids in like halfway and they could start fucking them up at the end too. Mm-hmm. It could just be a huge body count. Like I just was not getting origin story from this. I was just getting like, oh, this is what happened after they caught, but we'll give you a verbal origin story. Like, yeah, we um caught them eating their parents and this one was chilling on his fingers. I think he ate those. That one gouged his eye out with a fork. I think he ate that too. And this little nigga over here, he just be sharpening his teeth on the walls. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him, but we had to put a muzzle on him. Like, yeah, I was just like, um, <laughs> like I would have wanted to see that. I'm just like, I would have loved to see I'm that. I'm still stuck on the fact that they said that he sharpens his teeth on the walls. <laughs> like, what? Can you imagine? Like, how do how do you do, do that? that even work? Like, do you go in the corner and just like, you know what? For some reason. The SpongeBob episode when they had the chocolate and SpongeBob was like scraping it across Ooh. his teeth and making that noise. <laughs> like that's what I picture in my head when you say like when somebody was like, "Yeah, he's just sharpening his teeth on a stone wall." How? Like how did you get your mouth? Around? Okay, I don't even want to yeah. think about it because I don't even know how you did that. But when they get out and they put Dr. Ryan in that electric chair, I felt bad for her. You were not ready. She she wasn't nope. ready for all of that. And then when they pan down to like, fault, show you, like she's, I mean, it is. So that's why I was like, I almost can't feel bad. But I do. <laughs> when they pan down to show her like urinating on herself, that like, for some reason, it's stuff in this movie that works. And then there's stuff in this movie that's just like super fucking zany. And when I was watching it, BJ was like, I ain't heard nothing in this movie but screaming. Like, what is this? Because <laughs> he wasn't watching it. Like, he wasn't paying attention. He was like, I ain't heard nothing but screaming this whole time you've been watching it. And this is the whole opening. <laughs> because all it is is people screaming. And then it's that song, that um, mm-hmm. classical song. And it's just running around and screaming. That was it. I'm saying, mm-hmm. actually, I was literally staring at the screen like. <laughs> well, now in 2003, 
nine Western University college students, Kenya, Jenna, Vincent, Bridget, Sarah, Claire, Kyle, Lauren, and Daniel are snowmobiling on their way to find their friend Porter's cabin in the mountains. However, they get lost in a snowstorm and decide to take shelter in the Glensville Sanatorium, a.k.a. the one we just had a whole bitch fit about. Oh, time out. Wait a minute. Go back. First of all, why is this sanatorium even open? Did you see how dirty it was up in there before they caused the chaos? If you ever pay attention to like a lot of movies and TV shows where they have sanitariums and stuff, it's kind of like dropping your family members, your elderly family members at an old folks home and never went back to see them. It's literally the same type of situation because you don't know what they're doing to your family members in there, especially if you're not checking so up with don't. them. Because they almost pulled some shit like that with one of my great aunts. But my Nana would go up there every other day, every week. She'd wash her clothes. She'd talk to her. Somebody bruised my great aunt. And my Nana was about to throw hands at 70-something. Like, As she should. As so it's, she should. It's, it's, it's if you don't have family that will come check up on you, it's no telling what the hell is going on behind any of those walls. In old folks' homes, the sanitariums, any of these places. Because who? No one's. there's no checks and balances. No, my favorite part be when somebody does pop up and then all their little attendants be trying to hurry up and fix shit last second. Don't be trying to know. Exactly. You've been caught, boo. <laughs> exactly. You've been caught. You've been caught. <laughs> so now we can come back because that, that was my exact point. But I will wrap that up by saying when this movie opened in this 2003 era, I was like, is this a point now? <laughs> Ciao. And I was just like, Okay. <laughs> I was like, I wonder, I was like, I wonder if John A just don't look at me like, girl, what the fuck do you Again, have to be watching? I was watching? staring at the screen like, <laughs> what? Because here's the, here's the thing. It's not that we're saying that they can't be doing this. Like, obviously everybody fucks. We, we obviously, the thing is the way it's shot. Right. Like it's a full on, like it's, a, it's soft porn. It's literally like, you 80 movies lovers that love the titties and love all that, you're going to get your whole fix in this one little scene. Yep. Now, here's the next thing. These mofos is in the same room, yep. like literally around the corner. And now, you know what? Hopefully my mom never listens <laughs> to this. I'm just going to, I'm not going to say how old I was, but I've done something like that. It wasn't exactly that, but uh, something like that. I'm gonna keep my comment. So I can't say my, I can't say that's Belinda. Keep my uh, my my stories to myself. <laughs> um, you can G rate it like I did. Don't be trying to just have me expose myself by myself. Wow, <laughs> so she's wrong. Have my so nothing like that wow. happened in college, but post college, I wasn't in college. <laughs> all right so (laughs) but then it was also kind of crazy because it's like so y'all don't lock y'all doors people just bust in on you hell yeah and then i was trying to figure out like well how like are they staying in like one of those big dorms like the bedrooms are separate and then the living room and kitchen areas out there behind the door but no that can't make sense because when she opened the door the numbers are right there 
So mm-hmm. it was just kind of it was maybe it was like a corner room because it was like one. That's bed what was I on figured. One side and then the other bed was yeah, on the other and then side. around yeah. the corner. But that's what I thought. Like if it was like that, and the door is right there. If you opened it and walked out into a living room and all that stuff. But like I said, when she opened the door, the door number was there. So there's that. But speaking of her, Kenya. I guess it's our final girl, y'all. I'm gonna be on her head the whole movie, so just be prepared. Ain't for no that. final girl. It's not okay. But if there had to be one, we're gonna talk about that later because there there was clearly one that should have deserved it. I we mentioned the number of characters in this movie, and it's so crazy because within this whole opening scenes, the amount of time that everybody has to keep saying everybody's name so you know who is who, and still don't know who is who, because. I don't know about you, but when I'm talking to my friends, unless we're on Clubhouse and I'm not specifically looking at somebody, so I have to say their name. I'm not just saying people's names every five seconds. Right. Hey, Kyle, did you? Da, 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 da. I'm standing right next to you. Why do I have to say, hey, Kyle? <laughs> I could just ask you. Like, mm-mm. all right. Yeah, no, I understand this was the only way they could like get all the characters names out. But this happens throughout the movie. Like, we have to keep saying everybody's name because I keep getting confused and I don't know who's, 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 who. But anyway, when they get lost and he's like, um, he's making a wrong turn. I know it. I don't know why, but I got a thing for when movies put the movie title in the movie. It's corny, but I got a thing for it. So Daniel had legit concerns and I would have been that same one too about like, okay, can we park here? I'm not leaving my and car. To be I didn't told. understand why everybody was like ragging on him. I don't know what made me say ragging, but I don't know why everybody was like getting at him like that. Even when he wanted to put on his helmet, I'm like, y'all know niggas be falling off these right. snowmobiles, right? And then at the same thing, I wouldn't even want to go to a place where I got to get to it by a snowmobile. Like that just seems too remote for me. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I did not even think about that. I guess I was just thinking like, yeah, they just wanted to take the snowmobiles the rest of the way there, just the snowmobile. I didn't even fucking think about that. Why couldn't Porter meet us there with his snowmobile? Porter had went in advance and you see what happened when you go off by yourself doing shit. Okay. But that's just, I, I, mm -mm, that's too remote for me. And then you got, then it's like, you know, they're college students for real, for real, because they ain't have luggage for real. Because no. then what luggage they did have, it went in little backpacks and stuff, or it went in the little, little what is that little thing that goes behind it? The, the little, little carrier, carrier or whatever. Know and then who about to be snowboarding on the back of a snowmobile for an hour? It's going to take us an hour to get there, sir. No. Child. Mm-mm. I'm with the other girl. Why we couldn't go to Aspen? Girl, we could have. We could have sad planned it. We ain't have to show up today. Apparently, <laughs> my parents aren't having the money no more, so. Listen, <laughs> I'd have been like, look, you know what? Maybe we need to break up for the break. I'm not that type. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Once securing power, the friends explore the sanatorium after deciding to wait out the storm inside. The gang parties all night, unknowingly being watched by the cannibal trio. Lauren remembers her brother's stories about the sanatorium and the cannibals' chaos, but her friends, they they don't believe it. It's just like, girl, it's an abandoned building. Just stop with all this shit, all right? So, of course, here's the thing. We're in the sanatorium, right? So that means we can't have any cell phone services. So nobody's cell phone works. So, boom, that's out. Mind you also, you know what I just thought about? 
this movie was supposed to be 2003, but the fashion and the hair is so 2011. Mm-hmm. Because one of the homeboys got a little Justin Bieber cut. <laughs> every single girl, every girl in this movie has the Aeropostale, Charlotte Ruse, Delia's, that sweater, mm-hmm. that circle scoop neck sweater with the leggings and some little boots. And that's all we was wearing from like 2010 to 2012. <laughs> and I kept staring at that because I wrote, I was like, yeah, this fashion is so 2011. But then I was like, well, we supposed to be in 2003. This ain't right. And I kept forgetting that. But then we also find out that just like John May said, Porter didn't get his effed up. Yep. The trio of dragging his body back to the sanatorium. So they done found him. And see, that was the thing. Well, never mind. I can't do that to you. You haven't seen it yet. But when they found him, I'm just like, well, I wanted to see. I guess it was surprised that we just found the body. But I was just like, we couldn't see him get fucked up. And then I guess we knew they was already going into danger. But it's just things I wanted to see that we didn't see. But Kenya, Vincent, and Jenna decide to go explore the sanatorium. Why? I don't fucking know. I would have sat my ass in that little area we was in and we would have stayed there until the morning. <laughs> I'm not exploring nothing. <laughs> I know I said I would explore my high school, but the thing about it is my high school not that big. Yeah. And I know the high school like the back of my hand, but also if I explore my high school, I'm not about to be going in the basement. I'm not about to be going all the way on the third floor. I'm probably literally just going to walk in Look right, look left. Like, oh yeah, the shit's falling down. I really shouldn't be in this building and leave. Like, I just want to go. That's it. But y'all, all up in this sanatorium, yep. y'all is riding the wheelchairs, playing. Y'all in the beds. Y'all are in these beds. Yep. Y'all don't know when's the last time these beds have been touched. Who has touched them? What has touched them? And y'all just in them. Damn. But was like, this is better than sleeping on the floor. Baby, I would have been on the floor. That's true. Some of them had sleeping bags, though. So they were actually sleeping in the sleeping bags, but on the bed. But still. Yeah. No. Me and my sleeping bag, we would have been, I don't know, up against the wall. Sit, I don't know, in a corner. I don't know. Not the bed, because hecky no. Not catching me like that. But when Kenya, Jenna, and Vincent go uh, explore whatever the hell... This is where we kind of, you know, they're very, they're tipping on danger. The cannibals already know they in there. And Kenya gets mad at Vincent for like pulling a prank on her. And this is where Kenya start getting on my nerves. I'm like, girl, I get it. But you a little too serious. You have to calm down. Like she was that type of girl. She was like, you are immature. Like you act like a 10 year old. But I'm sorry, his face, he looked like an asshole. Vincent. <laughs> Like, he makes asshole faces. And I'm telling y'all, like, I feel like he would be one of those people that I would want to slap the fuck out of. You look like you do dumb shit because you know your parents going to help you get out of it. <laughs> and that's why you laughing, because you know exactly. <laughs> mm. When the group goes to bed, Vincent leaves Jenna and goes explores the sanitarium. Again, why? Why? Just sit there. Wait till the morning. Why are you exploring by yourself? Anyway. Niggas. Listen, because... He walks down the hall, Bridget and Sarah, who we already saw earlier, they fucking again, which we're not saying there's nothing wrong with it, but they fucking again. And of course, all the attention is on them. This dude is standing and, in the door. And it's because 
It's girl on girl. That's the only reason why they got two sex scenes. It is because it's girl on girl. But also, I'm happy because this is actually an interracial couple. Because a lot of times when we get interracial couples, it's always a white person and somebody else. This is true. It's never two people of color. So this time we actually got people of color in both roles and not just like a white girl and a black girl. A white girl and an Asian. Like, you know, no, I was happy about that part. But you are definitely correct. It was just because they was girls. Because if they was boys, we wouldn't have seen none of that. We just would have had them like hugged up next to each other every now and then. Maybe get a little joke, blah, blah, blah. That's all you're going to get. But yeah, um, Vincent... Why are you watching them? Because. And I mean, I know she didn't You know care, why he was watching like, them. <laughs> he wanted to join. Exactly. He was trying to watch in the first sex scene. He was. And I didn't know if he was playing or not, but I was like, mm, it's already enough that we like got to share the same sex air. Um, <laughs> can we not? <laughs> oh my gosh. I am, am I acting a fool? I'm sorry. <laughs> Last week was me, this week is you. Yeah, look, listen. Oh, you was <laughs> on one last week. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Shout out to the bottom. Okay. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, I guess you got to go back to the next episode. I mean, the next, the last episode and find out. But anyway, after Vincent is done being creepy, he finds Porter's corpse posed at the nurse's quarter. He is then murdered by a sawtooth with a sharp needle through the nose and out of the head. But I actually like that. Talk kill. about a piercing. I. It was nice. It's just like, what do you even do? Nothing. Just die. Yeah, it's just like you can't do nothing at that point. Like that's just it. But also, I wasn't mad because I was ready for you to go anyway. So <laughs> it is what it is. That's that. The next day, the storm continues, and y'all, the weed is low. Uh, that's a horror story right there don't let it be all the way empty because what you gonna do but anyway besides that the friends also noticed that vincent is missing and they began to look for him okay now here's the thing so jenna the girlfriend she's looking for him and then we get this little yeah. one take of no, her asking everybody sarah don't went where was she running was she running <laughs> around the damn sanatorium did she go outside to run how she can't get coke because I'm not running, I'm not exercising running around no damn sanatorium that I'm not familiar with. I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, I I appreciate you wanting to be about that fit life because I too, but no, baby, we would have took a, a off day that day. <laughs> no, 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 no. So Kenya, her annoying ass, takes control of the situation. She's like, all right, we're going to split up. Me, Jenna, Kyle, Claire, we gonna be in a group. Daniel, Bridget, Sarah, Lauren, y'all gonna be in a group. We gonna go this way, y'all go that way. Why are y'all splitting up? Why? And then they split up again because they split up to uh, Kenya and Claire and Jenna and Kyle. <laughs> and I'm just, no, yep. whatever. Some Somebody split up. It might've been whoever, it don't matter. This was dumb. So while searching for him, Jenna witnesses the cannibals butchering Porter's body. When she runs back to warn her friends, the first group is already talking about they found blood at the nurse's court. Basically, everybody's like, yeah, some shit going on. We're going to have to get the fuck up out of here. After Porter's head is thrown, (laughs) like they're in the auditorium, y'all. 
all of a sudden you just see this head come out of nowhere. It comes from yep. behind the curtains of the stage, rolls on the floor. Kenya opens it, sees that boy's head. Mind y'all, that's her boyfriend, y'all. Freaking the fuck out. Cause this whole time she ain't know where he was at. She thinking he had the cabinet waiting on cabinet. <laughs> she thinking he had the cabin waiting on them. No. She's screaming, they freaking out, they running. It's Claire dumb as shit. Up. She done backed that, up into a barbed wire just, noose that's dragging her up into the rafters. Her boyfriend. Why would you grab her legs or thank her you, feet Jane. to pull thank her back you. down? Because you're only further digging that bob wire into her neck because they're pulling. It's going to your cut pulling. her. It's a bob wire. That's why her head fucking detached from her body. And you just sitting yes. there getting sprayed by the blood never let go like if you see that you're getting sprayed like this by the blood obviously you're making shit worse if you continue mouth to get open. sprayed by blood dumbass he was not helping at all but there were other ways there were other ways because this was not that was it. so fake but i okay now i didn't like <laughs> when her head popped off her body it definitely was given my bloody valentine 2009 yes it was definitely giving that but I did like when the body fell down and he's looking at the head and then like it's just sitting there like looking right back at him. <laughs> First of all, nope. all his friends got the fuck. Didn't nobody stay around to tell him come on. Didn't nobody like stick around when he fell like they was all gone. This man just got blood all over his face. Just mm. <laughs> The group flees to leave, but the cannibals have taken off the spark plug wires on their snowmobiles. Lauren decides to ski down the mountain to retrieve help while the others barricade themselves in a doctor's office. Later, Sarah, Daniel, and Kyle go to the cage, which is this area that they found in the basement before that has all these weapons. They return back up to the others, but the cannibals have captured Daniel. The rest of the group overhear him just screaming, I mean, hollering, and runs back to save him. But they arrive too late when Kyle <laughs> finds the cannibals eating Daniel's body alive. All right, let's stop right here because, Lauren, let me start with you first, baby girl. I don't give a fuck if you are the strongest skier. Yeah. Why? I feel like. This was, you know, how some people, when they be in horror movies, they be like, well, I would have did this. I would have left because we see what ends up happening to her later. And I guess we could just do this now. She froze Lauren, to death. Yeah. And the sad part about it is she was right next to the road. Yeah. Like we see her like literally throughout the movie. Once she leaves, we see her maybe like three times. Like one time we see her still walking. The second time we see she started a fire, but the fucking tree dropped the snow and put it out. Next time we see her, she looked pissed as shit, froze up against that tree. Just did. Yeah. And it's so sad because, like I said, the road was right there. And I just really want to know, like, what, like, she probably couldn't see. Yeah. And it probably wasn't any cars coming. P.T. Cruz was like, right past her, mm-hmm. her dead body. And then it don't make it no better because she had a white coat on, so she blended right in. Yep. And then she white, too, so. Double down. <laughs> <laughs> so then... When they go into the doctor's office, Daniel, how you pull their files so easily? Like, you just pull all three of their files. Here's their file. They're deformed. How the fuck did you find that that fast? I just got in there. So I just think that he was pulling files. 
I did too. I thought so too. The first ones, when they first walked in there and they was like, oh, what happened in there? Those was random ass files. But the second time they went in there after Lauren left, they was like, oh, look, this is this, 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 this. And it was all this exposition. I was like, how the fuck? Because I thought it was random. And I'm like, well, no, because if we in this disheveled asylum, what are the odds that all three of their files is still here and intact? Okay, movie. When Sarah, Daniel, and Kyle went back to the cage and Three Finger was chasing them down that hall with that axe, why the fuck was he running so fast? I just would have laid down. I just would have died right there. Nope. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Mm-mm. I know I be telling y'all final girl, but that's part of my final girl. I would have played dead. But then also, you know what? He's a cannibal. So that wouldn't have worked out exactly. for me. Actually, never mind. You're right. I would have kept going. But here's my problem. How the fuck y'all didn't realize Daniel one behind y'all? If three of us are running and I'm not the last one and I don't hear two sets of feet behind me, I don't hear somebody yelling because clearly we're being chased. So I should hear two voices yelling. Y'all ran all the way back to that room and did not once see that this boy went behind y'all. Oh, because I probably wouldn't either, to be completely honest. Because what we don't look back when we run. Mm-mm. We... See, here's, here's my thing. Oh. <laughs> you ain't going to ever find me in the front of the pack. I'm never going to be in the front of the pack. You're never going to find me in the back. I'm going to be in the middle. Because if you do too much and you're in the front, you're going to end up like the homegirls at the end. Okay? Anything can fucking happen in the front. Okay. Have you seen you seen the movie Your Net? When you get when you get too hype and you be trying to run and shit, you see what happens. But when you be in the back, you can also <laughs> lack. So I'm gonna be right in the middle, but I'm still like, you know, I can see who in front of me. I can look back real quick, see who behind me. And I just think I'm just that type. Like, you know, if you now if you just completely lacking in the back, I can't do shit about it. See, but, I'm not and see, I I feel like a bad friend because I'm not looking back. Like you better keep up. <laughs> i'ma look back i'ma look i'ma at least look back like if you fail and it's a nice distance between us baby it's gonna be me every time but if i can do something even if it's just a small like get up bitch like i'ma do it something something you better yell my name and be like johnny i'm like wait what because i'm gone i'll be on your heels i'll I'm be gone. on your heels but i ain't gonna be first though you could be anybody could be the leader of the pack if they want to be. Not me. I'm not doing it because that's what all the booby traps be. Mm. Let's talk about Daniel. Poor Daniel. The safest person in the movie. I won't say he got the most gruesome death, but I think he got the most painful death. This nigga got scanned alive and mm-hmm. his skin got fondued. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until we watched this movie and I took notes that I realized we had a fondue emoji. I think that was fairly new. I think, yeah, I was just like, oh, look at that. I can't remember. I was looking for some emoji the other day. Oh, it was Christmas emojis. I was like, why we only got like five Christmas emojis? Ain't no reindeer. Ain't no Christmas lights. Eh. Do we need those? Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> as far as the social media, I'll be trying to make this stuff look cute. And I don't want to use the same thing over and over. Christmas tree, Santa Claus, no man, no flake. I'm just like, damn, I'm over this. Can Androids even see that? <gasps> <laughs> wow, I wasn't even coming at them today. Wow, this is violent. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just saying. But also my last thing that annoyed me, once again, Kenya. 
she was like, but what if he's alive? We have to go out there, baby. It's been like, y'all didn't have this conversation for five minutes. He have dead at this point. Exactly. Y'all hear this man screaming. And then the one girl, I can't remember her name at the moment, but she was like, um, I mean, I think he's bait. Uh, Sarah, I think, no, Bridget. Yeah, I think he's bait. Like, if we go over there, they're going to fuck us up too. Yeah, sis, you know, you got a point and I'm with you. I I'm mean, with her. it is what it is. I understand. I just said that I will save my friend, but if they have you already, there's not much I can do unless right. they're the type of criminals that I know is going to waste time. These are cannibals. That means they want both of us. Right. So, um, no, baby. They can put you outside on ice and then they have meat to last the whole winter. Mm-hmm. Like they just knew they said, oh, we got nine dumbasses. Bet. Cool. The girls and Kyle eventually come up with the plan to chase the cannibals and they successfully trap them in a cell. They want to kill the cannibals, especially Jenna. But Kenya refuses, saying that, you know, we would be just like the cannibals if we tried to kill them just like they did our friends. Stop. What? (laughs) No, that girl. And now she's right. Because this being a prequel, had we set them on fire, we wouldn't have had the rest of the movies. But also, we don't know that. We've seen so many villains survive fires. We don't know that. Right. But I would have burnt that bitch down. I would have burnt it down. Me and my friends, we would have got out, walked as far away as we could so we could still get the heat of the fire, but not freeze to death outside. The fire would have got so big that somebody would have had to come at some point. That's true. That's so true. we could have just hung out outside and just waited. <laughs> That fire would have been big enough to heat us up. Like, we would have been good. Like, I don't understand what's the problem. Then also, girl, who the fuck finna look room for room for spark plugs? <laughs> In this sanatorium. Right. No, ma'am. The girls leave Kyle to guard the cannibals as they set off to find the spark plugs room by room. Because, oh, God, no. Kyle got the, uh, No. Cause I wasn't going to look for those spark plugs. So I guess I would have been watching them too. But also at the same time, Kyle, if you're going to be watching cannibals, why are you falling asleep? What is, what's the problem? And of course y'all put them <laughs> in the same jail cell that they was in all them years ago. And of course the hair clip that they broke out with all those years ago is just sitting in the toilet still. So they break out, they snatch up Kevin they done, y'all, I'm just going to tell y'all what they did. They done ripped this boy tongue out and bagged him, like just put a bag over his head. So when he goes to try to get help from the girls, Kenya again pissed me off because Kenya is mainly the one that's seen him through the door. She was like, it's the little one. <laughs> Kenya, that man is tall as hell. Cal <laughs> is a good six feet tall. Three finger was really short. If something ever happens to me and you have to describe the killer to the police, please don't, Kenya, because your sight is off. (laughs) What? (laughs) No, I was so mad because I was like, you know what? I hope Kyle becomes a ghost and just hunts your ass and beats your ass in your sleep at night. Because no, bitch, this was all your fault. This was literally your fault because they (laughs) ran out once because Kyle can hear them like saying they're about to kill them. It's a big ass hole in the door, which I didn't mention this earlier. But while um, I think it was Kenya, Bridget, 
and Jenna Sawtooth came with this big ass drill and like drilled a hole in the door. So now there's a big ass hole in the door where they're hiding and they can see out. So yeah. when they saw Kyle, Kenya was like, um, well, look, we all going to run out there because he looks like he's hurt. And if he's hurt, then we got an advantage. We could fuck him up. They go out there and stab the fuck out of Kyle. Now, mind you, they don't know it's Kyle. They think it's the cannibal. They are stabbing the shit out of him. Like, I mean, Poor like. Thing. Like, I'm pretty sure when they were stabbing him, the knives was touching the floor through his body as hard as they were stabbing him. Like, I'm pretty sure. They roll him over on his back, take that bag off, instant guilt. And I'm like, see, Kyle's going to come back and whoop all y'all asses, but especially you, Kenya. Mainly you. Realizing that they are locked in the building, Sarah breaks a window and digs a tunnel through the snow outside. The girls escape. But Jenna is killed with that huge power drill before she can get out of the building. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> I was just sitting here visualizing it in my head again. <laughs> it made me laugh. I'm sorry. Once again, that's one of them deaths where I'm just like, damn, like that's instantly over. Oh man, and she just sitting in the snow. I would have been so pissed at my friends. I'm like, I'm telling y'all, boy, me. Like, first of all, me and Kenya, we would have been butt buddies in that tunnel. Okay. Because it looked like, because it looked like when Kenya went through, I don't know what she did, but she did something that loosened up some snow and the snow fell. So Jenna couldn't get through because when the cannibals came, well, first of all, the cannibals had already knocked down the damn door by the time that. Jenna was just standing there. She wasn't even in the hole. So when she got in the hole, Kenya did whatever that loosened up that snow and it fell. And Jenna, just poor Jenna. Once again, I hope Jenna, Kyle, maybe just them two, they deserve to whoop your ass as ghosts. Just letting you know, Kenya, you deserve that. Kenya, Sarah, and Bridget are able to get away, but the cannibals start chasing them outside on the snowmobiles. The girls are then separated while the cannibals target Bridget and kill her. Now here's the thing. This whole part is just back to back to back. It's intense, but it's also dumb. And let me tell you why it's dumb. So before Jenna got killed, before they dug the hole, they had found like all of their belongings and stuff in some room. And they was like, okay, look, put these coats on, boom, 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 here we go. Some of y'all coats is white, but some of y'all coats got bright ass colors. And when... Sarah left to go get that fire poker because she just thought it was such a good weapon and she had to have it. Kenya and Bridget are in the middle of the snow and Kenya's dumb ass going to say, crouch down so they can't see you. (laughs) And both of them literally dropped down to their knees. Was not behind anything. Kenya had a white coat on, but Bridget didn't have a white coat on. So we we see you clear as day. And then Bridget was just like, fuck this shit. No, I can't do this. I'm too fucking scared. I'm about to run. I felt so bad, but I almost didn't when she died. Because I was like, you was complaining a lot anyway. I'm surprised you even made it this far, sis, to be very honest. But she was fighting, though. When he snatched her up, she was stabbing the hell out of him. But I also felt bad when he put that snowmobile on top of her and started twerking on top of her. You did not have to do that. No, he was bouncing that ass. (laughs) He did not have to do that. (laughs) No. 
And then, but that CGI blood, the CGI blood when it's spraying, like you could tell she's just laying on the ground and they just got CGI blood spraying on top of her. But then when it shot out the snowmobile, I was like, it looked weird. It looked like red Kool-Aid smoke. You know how like when you pour (laughs) the Kool-Aid dust and it like pop back up, that's what it looked like. I was like, what the hell? (laughs) So as the day dawns, Kenya is still searching for the road when one eye appears on a snowmobile. Sarah arrives and knocks the shit out of one eye, knocking him off the snowmobile and saving Kenya, allowing the pair to take back the snowmobile and finally get the fuck out. As Kenya and Sarah drive away, giggling, laughing, the sun is rising, all that, they suddenly just run into a strip of barbed wire and are decapitated. Three Finger comes by, picks up their heads, puts them in a tow truck, and drives off into the sunrise with his brothers. The first time I saw this movie, the way I was so shocked, because I was not expecting that shit to happen to them girls. (laughs) All I said was, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Because it all, it seems like that always happens in a lot of movies like this, where like you think you're home free, and then boom, death. No, just like damn. But even as a person who's riding through stuff, if I see wooden poles, I'm not about to drive. Thank you. Because here's the thing: when I first saw it, it genuinely shocked me. I was like, damn, I really thought they like we was about to fade to black or we was gonna pull out and just see them like go down the road, the town's near something. When them heads flew off and then it pulls back and you see the body slide. Because here's the thing. The first time I seen it, I was so focused on looking at the snowmobile and seeing their bodies just fall off of it that the next time when I watched it and I seen them big ass wood planks, I was like, none of y'all saw that. It wasn't like the cannibals like secretly hid this wire. No, no, it was literally right yeah. there. Like I, I, I can get that they didn't see the wire itself, but just me personally, I wouldn't have dr- driven through mm-hmm. those wood planks like. But also, when the heads fly, it almost looks like when they're flying through the air that they look at each other for a hot ass second, which is kind of creepy. But when they hit the ground, baby, I'm like, what beauty supply did y'all get these mannequin heads from? (laughs) Prop department, I just want to talk because y'all was doing good. Like some of that CGI we talked about, but everything else was fine. But what was these mannequin heads? What? Because y'all did Sarah dirty, okay? Y'all did her hella dirty with that man again. Like, what was that? (laughs) Like, just absolutely not. And that was Wrong Turn 4, Bloody Beginnings. As I said in the beginning, this is not an origin story. (laughs) And that's not me being mean at all. This is not an origin story. It's just Wrong Turn with Snow. It was I. I can't be. It's like, I can't be. I'm not. I can't, like be mad at you about thinking that because I mean it is like this is this is like if you like slashers you just want to see kids especially if you like dumb teens if you like dumb adult whatever if you like that you want to see somebody get sliced up I'm here for it the only the only kill that I really liked was that up the nose cue are you kidding me yeah that was the only one that I really liked I mean, I'm not saying like, no, like you're wrong, but like, oh my goodness. Like, I thought there was so many good, like the only one that I didn't like was Bridget's with the snowmobile at the end. Cause I was just like, this CGI is ruining all of this, but the fondue, because what the hell them, you know, I'm like body horror, them getting 
decapitated at the end. I always love a good decapitation. Uh, Porter, we don't know what happened to him, but homegirl Claire getting her head cut the F off. Kyle, I felt bad for him, so I can't really say too much about him. But yeah, I like I said, this is a movie. And then you, honorable mention is the girl getting drilled through, getting a hole drilled through her. That's honorable oh, yeah, mention. Jenna. But yeah, this is definitely a movie. Like if you're familiar with the wrong turn, because I'll be very honest, the wrong turn franchise isn't a immaculate franchise. It's definitely one. Like if you into that, you're going to ride with it. You're going to stick beside them. But if it's not for you, it's not for you. And that's okay. Ratings. Wrong turn for Bloody Beginnings was released straight to DVD and Blu-ray on October 5th, 2011. It got a 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb, a 3.5 out of 5 on Voodoo, a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 81% of Google users liked this movie. Johnny, how many tickets do you give Wrong Turn for Bloody Beginnings? 45. I can I can deal with that. I gave it <laughs> I gave it a 55. So it's not quite a doozy. Cause I couldn't give it a 50. I was like, I like the kills too much. But the storyline is just like Declan. I know you said you was trying to do that, but we ain't get there, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's okay. It was, it was, it was all right. It was okay. The fashions was definitely 2011. They were supposed to be 2003, but it's okay. We ain't gonna talk about it. It's cool. So yeah, not quite a doozy, but average well <laughs> with that being said let's bounce out to the souvenir shop because <laughs> i got something <laughs> okay thanks for writing before you go take a detour into the souvenir shop what you got what you got what you got it's very lame but <laughs> like what if it was a snow globe that was like all white but then when you shook it it just got bloody red no, okay. <laughs> I was trying. No, the reason why I was thinking is because I was like, didn't we sex snow globe before? Probably. I don't care. How many times do you see the same toy for this different movie? <laughs> it was for Krampus. That's what it was. Oh, it was Krampus. Krampus did have snow globes. Okay. Well, let me see mm-hmm. if I can think of one on the fly for wrong turn. Maybe a hospital kit, like a, a kit that you uh, first aid kit. No, no, no. I could do better. Fondue. Bag with some weed. No, fondue. Ew. Yes. Ew. Fondue. And they we can call them cannabits. Cannabits. And they're not really human parts, but you know, we can pretend. And it comes like it's like fun dip. But cannabits. Don't ask me what the sauce gonna be. Something. I don't know. But yeah. And then like the bits can be shaped like the um cannibal brothers. You know how the cereals be having little funky fun shapes? Like the little, they could be like chicken nuggets or something. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Whatever y'all want to eat. Can of bits, bitch. That's what it is. Boom. Um, John, they don't like this idea. <laughs> I definitely have a look of disgust on my face. <sighs> well, as far as the poster, we actually have two of them. Very basic. It's a... Uh, I think this is three finger walking with this axe in somebody's head, bloody moves. Y'all know how he do up to the sanatorium. Then there's another one. It's just all snow, bloody hand. Boom. That's it. That's all you need to know. Blood. Blood. That video resurfaced on the internet. 
last week and I about lost it because I forgot that video existed. This was like before going viral and memes was all a thing. Do y'all remember the video of the little boy whose brother, like his lip was bleeding and he kept going, blood? They're not funny. No. Blood, the baby blood. I got to send it to y'all because that shit is so <laughs> Like his dad, because you know, kids, they can't talk. So it'd be funny when they say stuff that they can't pronounce. And the dad kept laughing. And the little baby was like, you're not funny. <laughs> like he was, he was mad. Like he turned up. Like I, I, his little brother was bleeding. You want, you sitting here recording me laughing. Like what the hell? <laughs> That's traumatizing for a child. But, I wonder, like, how old that kid is now, and does he see the video? Wow! <laughs> like, it's like a leaking. <laughs> okay, talking, just sniggling and giggling. I'm trying to tell you, we need a towel, a tissue, or something. You ready to run these park announcements? Yes, ma'am. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, y'all. This is four out of five. We hope that you know we were able to distract you for your holiday weekend. We hope you are enjoying your families, enjoying your friends, your people. Whoever it is y'all hanging with, even if you by yourself, we hope that we were able to provide you with some company. You can always hit us up and talk to us. Hit us up on any of our social medias at D180Podcast. That is on IG, Twitter, TikTok. If you want some extra bonus exclusive content, if you want the podcast up to a week early because I've been pretty consistent, you can join us on our Patreon. That is down below. Now, look, y'all. Next week, I'm just going to tell y'all, we coming out with it. I'm going to tell y'all some things. But the one thing I'm going to say is, y'all know New Year's Eve is next week. A lot of y'all be getting beside yourself. And then some weeks later, y'all be finding out it's another edition coming. So I think we got the perfect Uh remedy for that. Because next week, we're going to be talking about 2008's The Children. So, is you going to have a hot girl summer this year? Or is you going to have a hot mommy summer? And that's fine, too. But just know. Well, I mean, actually, no. You're going to have a hot pregnant summer because you're still going to be cooking until about October, September. So just think about that. You know, just some things to think about. Yep. If you don't want to be hot and pregnant throughout the summer, just, you know, just chill out. Wait a minute. <laughs> maybe wait to Cinco de Mayo. Maybe, you know. I mean... <laughs> You do what you do, but that's what we're going to be reviewing next week as your cautionary tale. So get into it. <laughs> and with that being said, we'll see you soon. Bye, y'all.